Warning, this podcast contains content not suitable for younger audiences, or older audiences, or anyone really. Run while you still can, we're the hapless heroes. Is Hoblet dumb? Everybody and welcome to another episode of Hapless Heroes. I'm Francesco, your host and DM. We are without our beloved Joe tonight, but he has given us his blessing to continue. So um, let's just have a moment of silence for Joe. Anyways, so <laughs> before I get uh, started with our recap, I'm going to go around the table and introduce our party. We have to my left James playing Hoblet. Good evening, friendos. We have Mike playing Quinn. Hello. We have Dave playing Zero. Good evening. And we have Zach playing Paradil. Hello. So last time on the show, we left off on a bit of a cliffhanger. You guys went through town trying to figure out the identity of the Nighthawk after receiving a counteroffer from uh, the Baron of Riverford, who offered you, was it... 3,500? 4,500. 4,500 gold. That's right. 4,500 gold to give him the Nighthawk's head or at least, you know, 1,000 to produce uh, their identity. You guys, after some very unsuccessful moving through town and dealing with and cutting off Quinn, who should have been the one talking the whole time. No, it was great. We did so well. It was awesome. (laughs) So well. So smoothly. Air quotes. TM. Smoother than X-Lax. You guys got in contact with someone called Boris the Butcher, who we decided was a 12-year-old girl, because that was way better than anything I could have thought of. And she lined up a meeting. (laughs) She lined up a meeting uh, for you guys. Forgot about that until right now. Yeah. She lined up a meeting for you guys to meet with the Nighthawk. So the following day, you guys um, followed her through several back alleys and came face to face with none other than captain kip that dirty dirty lady cop and she is staring you down with the most disgusted and surprised look on her face because she cannot believe that you are here right now finding her out and in fact the moment that ezra sees that it's Captain Kip. You see him slink back off. He just... Oh, he casts Pass Without a Trace on himself and just slips into the shadows. Like Homer disappearing back into the hedges. That's right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Meme of the day. Leaving you guys to figure this out on your own. And don't worry, we're going to make him explain what he was doing when he does join us again. So he'll be back with us, not next episode, but the following. So, Captain Kip, after uttering some expletives, like, are you fucking kidding me, is now staring at you guys, being, and she says, she continues and says, uh, why is it that, that when something goes down, it's always you all? right place right time she's like well i guess the jig is up but before you draw your weapons let me remind you that you are surrounded and that maybe some explanation is in order here surrounded by what I don't uh, quite remember. So got, you are surrounded by, you have two guys ahead of you, two guys behind you, and several people with bows drawn on the rooftops. Yeah. This is what we like to call a precarious situation. She says, well, 
in my infinite wisdom, I never thought I'd be running into you like this. However, why are you here? So are you just used to people just doing everything you say to the letter every time you say it? Well, you seem like the folks who just wanted some gold and... You know, I saw an opportunity to capitalize on that and do some good for this realm. What my metallic friend is trying to say is we are trying to uh, bide our time with the Baron, uh, working our way into his inner circle in order to uh, complete the task in which you have given us. So why are you looking for the Nighthawk? The Baron has been under the assumption that the Nighthawk is after him. He asked us to figure out who the Nighthawk was, and Mm -hmm. we obliged, thinking that this information would be helpful in order to gain his trust. Unfortunately, it is you. And that puts us in a very precarious situation. Hmm. He can't know that... This is who the Nighthawk is. Of course not. I've gone through great pains to conceal my identity. And currently, I'm looking at four loose ends. I think that there is a possible solution to our situation. We need a scapegoat. I'm all ears. I'm not sure who... Uh, I figured maybe you would have an option for that, but we could plant that seed. Well, I do know that uh, the Baron's right hand, Rex, what a great scapegoat name, could be uh, a good person to point a finger at, but seeing as how you have proven to be the worst talkers I've ever met in my entire <laughs> life. I can't say Where that I'm... I? I can't really say that I'm, like, brimming with confidence that you'll be able to pull this off. How do you plan on creating a scapegoat? I... You need to really convince me. The Baron has tasked us with figuring out who the Nighthawk is. If we can find some viable piece of information that would uh, make the accusation of said Rex an easier task. Why does he want to know who I am so badly? The Baron is under the assumption that the Nighthawk either is the sole responsible person for the king and queen's death, or has information and knowledge of that information. Yeah, I remember, I recall seeing that in his note to the late Morden Kragar. But who are you to really believe? This disgusting, vile man? Do you think he's really telling you the truth? Why, why would you even come looking if you didn't think there was a shred of truth to what he was saying? I want, I want you to tell me the truth right now. What do you feel? I'm not going to just let you go until I feel confident. Hoblet is turning red. That you are with me. With not being able to talk. <laughs> oh, and she's... <laughs> and she's she might like, be able to see it, but Hoblet is, is, is wringing his hands and noticeably starting to turn red. Hold on, let me roll a perception for her. She does not notice. Okay. Okay. All right. Then I'm not going to bring attention to it. Okay. Hold on. Let me roll 16 other perception checks. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. (laughs) That was a joke. It's more like 10. (laughs) Again, uh, we were trying to gain some sort of trust of the Baron in order to soften his security. Okay. So how about this, then? Because I know that you crucible runners don't just act for free. I'm not, I'm not an idiot. I mean, you, did, you, would, you only took this job from me because it paid. 
So my original offer still stands. Well, our freedom was part of that, that deal, too. Oh, your freedom was already secured before we made this deal. Your friend Felix saw to it that, uh... Mm. And, and if, if, to be honest with you, I'm surprised he's not here, seeing as how he seems to have more sense than all of you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh -huh. <laughs> when the DM comes character. Maybe that's why he isn't here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, shameless, plug shameless ever. plug. Anyways, um, that Felix, he's such a babe. <laughs> she's like, I'm surprised to see that Ezra. I gotta, I gotta look around. Ran and like, away. Oh, wow, I think he's say. a righteous dude. Uh, but anyways, she says, my original offer still stands, and since I'm assuming the Baron has probably offered you. Whatever is in his coffers, because this man is just bleeding money. Ill-gotten money, I may add. I will guarantee you an audience with the queen herself, and that you will have the favor of the kingdom of Vesh for as long as you all shall live. And that carries a lot of weight in this world. Oh, she's certainly speaking Quinn's language. Fucking Kip isn't going to be the queen, too, is she? Prior to becoming the captain it's of the guard, real. I'll have you know that I was the queen's lady-in-waiting. I serve her and her alone. Everything I do is to further her kingdom, because she is the greatest ruler that this land has ever seen. And I, I see to keep it that way. Fair enough. Lesbian. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> it certainly would explain why she hasn't had any of Ezra's advances. None. Zero. <laughs> anyway. So let's take this deal. Let's. I, we're un, I'm uncomfortable. Oh, Quinn's already in his mind. He's already thing. imagining his moment with the queen. So All right. All right. And she says, now obviously, seeing as how... A person's word is only as good as their actions these days. I'll be having Boris keeping an eye on you. And she <laughs> she just sits there nodding. And she's like, she's been sitting here there with her arms folded, just like mean mugging you guys the whole time. Chewing Boris? Her, chewing her yeah. bubblegum cigar? Because obviously, like, this is, this is her... This she's is gone like through two packs of candy her cigarettes oh, yeah. already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, she's chain-eating them. Chain-eating. <laughs> the sugar rush is real. So we have a deal. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a reasonable person. And like I said, everything I do is in the best interest of this kingdom. We all know that the Baron is no saint. And you see her face kind of, you know, I mean, she, she kind, of, kind of twists into a, like even more of a frown. His malevolence... Is beyond that of what should be allowed to be in power in this in in this region. Like he's he's been in power for way too long. He's been alive for way too long. I didn't like what he was doing with the previous rulers, and it only seems fitting that he would kill them. I'm sure that they did. They stopped holding up their end of the bargain, but. They were no saints either. I'm going to offer you a little piece of advice. Because I've been watching the Baron for a while, but as you know, in these games of thrones... <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> the rules are quite complex, and I think that if I were just to simply kill the Baron myself, it would cause... A Unbelievable destabilization of power, and to be honest, the queen is not really aware of my activities here. And I aim to keep it that way. And she looks at all of you, like, very intensely. You got it, dude. Okay, Michelle. And she looks at you when you call her a dude, but then she just kind of continues. <laughs> she says, phew. The Baron's guard changes every night at 8 p.m. On the dot. I know of a rear entrance 
to his keep where he accepts these deliveries that uh, he's acquired through um, my old friend, you know, my, my old friend, Arianne Black, who is, my, who is my informant. I would suggest making an entrance that way. But you do, you, you do as you wish. If you die, it's no skin off my back. It's four less people who know who I am. And I'll track down Ezra if I need to. <laughs> so if there aren't any more questions, the clock is ticking. Boris? She says, yep. You know what to do. She's like, already on it. What are you still standing around for? All right. And you see her her um, assassins, so to speak, you know, lower their weapons a bit, allowing you to pass. Yeah. Yeah. Zero is the first one walking out of there. Paradol is a close second. <laughs> Hoblet trots out, slowly letting his hands relax at his sides. He can trot. It's like a little, it's like a little, yeah, it's like a little hop trot. (laughs) And like. (laughs) So what's the plan, gentlemen? Is this Boris No, I'm speaking to you as DM Fran. Now now that we're as Wait 10 minutes till all the guards leave. Go kill Kip. 10 minutes? Collect the 45 minutes. Okay. It's like 1130 in the afternoon. Yeah. Can so let's go let's go hit the All shift right. change so, at the Baron's door. Yeah. So and Zero as we're walking away just as a group he says we were we were outmaneuvered. Mm-hmm. That killing the Baron's the only play left to us now. We showed up to a, a gunfight with a knife. Whatever happened to trying to plant the seed of Rex being a scapegoat? Is that just totally no, not on the it, table? It, that's no. out. All right. It, we it don't have you, you missed her threatening our lives. Yeah. I mean you could still, still do could it, do but it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that that's off the table. I don't think it's the best bet at this point. It's no. n- it's not a solution that she's willing to accept. Well, so let's it would have been. I don't think she's. Playing it would have been a solution that was only because good for I us. think what she's doing is she's setting us up to get caught. So if we succeed, we're still busted. If we fail, we're busted and or we're dead. Yeah. Which is no, what she even said is no. Yeah. She doesn't know that we're right now. We've heroes, lost the though. element of surprise on her. We can't turn back around on her now and expect Correct. to succeed. No, I agree. Yeah. But we can still. Question. If we're trying to kill the Baron and we're trying to get in good with him, do you think we could. If our. Et- I'm saying this knowing that our end game is. Killing the Baron. Okay. I realized that first. Let's tell the Baron who the Nighthawk is. Because he did offer to pay us a thousand gold if we found out who the Nighthawk was. Is, you are <laughs> fucking playing with fire, man. Then, I'm, I'm intrigued. Then, <laughs> once... Like, then obviously he's going to be like, okay, now that we know who the Nighthawk is, why don't you guys go fucking kill her? At what point... If he we'll, decides to have us kill her. But, that, but then he, we'll have given him the information, so I feel like he'll be a little bit... Like, we might be able to get in a room alone with him after we've given him this information. He might be like, all but right, they're on my side. Before he gives it to someone else? I don't know. Maybe not. See, that's the issue. If we could, If we could keep it contained there, sure. But if we can't, then we've done the job, but we can't accept any payment for it. What if we told him that we found out who the Nighthawk was and due to the Nighthawk's identity, he's going to want to keep it to himself and oh. see if we could get him. I just want the thousand gold. I'm you, not going to lie. I want to double cross the If guy. we kill him, we can just take whatever he I has. I mean, the Baron is not a dumb That's guy. That's the thing is he's dead not, people yeah, don't get to say right. no. <laughs> you're right. But I'm just well, trying true. to make it easy to, well, to get on, close hold on, to him. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I'm feeling it. Because the Baron's not a dumb guy. No. He knows that Kip is the right... He's going to know that who Kip is. Right. And know that she's the right-hand woman of the Queen. Right. So he's not going to make any sort of major brash decisions. Right. But my concern is that he's going to put us in the exact same position that Kip has already put us in. Right. But my hope is that when we get to the Barons, there's less than this many bad guys there. 
we're playing a numbers game now because there's like yeah. nine bad guys that we just walked away from. So we get there and there's six bad guys. We're we're uh, so I side <laughs> with you. Fuck, it's we better have better than nine yeah. with the Baron. Yeah, I side with you. But if we go with your idea, we're gonna lose that element of surprise with Baron, and we're gonna have no leverage with either of them. Yeah, because now they both think we're playing the other person. And every time we go back to another side, right? They're gonna the be resistance more increases. worried about us. Yeah, at this and point, we're rightfully so. I think I think trying to get the gold is going to be way messier than <laughs> than you think it may be. I think if we tried to get money out of them, so are we just going to go kill them? I don't mean to interrupt, guys, but Let's where you are you having this meeting? Outside, like we've left, we've accepted the. Oh, so the lights, so the lights are on. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. Go away. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> All right. See you later, guys. You can just run the session yourselves. I guess, All right. I'm, I, guess I'm, I guess I'm done here. Um, so we got, we got to go back to the Barons, and there's so you, also that little part of the butcher following us around that worries me too, because she's going to know she's every move we make. Twelve. Yeah, but still. Yeah, she's, you've you've also noticed that she has completely disappeared from your line of sight. Yeah. She's probably listening. We, we should pretty much assume that every word that's come out of our mouth has been heard. Right. Fuck. So we all just slowly start walking away from Hoblet. <laughs> we haven't said anything to in, insinuate that we're now going to go against our Tip. End, yeah. Our no. end game here isn't to get rich. Our end game here is to survive yeah. this because we are so let's... up past our dicks in this already. And you were promised the, the favor best, of the queen the herself. possible renown. So yeah. let's the go. The renown is good. The renown is a bonus. We're gonna we're gonna we have so let's go kill the Baron. Renown, I was trying to get on board. At this point, not the queen like... has the most power. Yeah. So siding any like with the queen in any way is probably more beneficial. For yeah. Us. It's more Th- better. That's the long term, and in more the, better, yes. yes, and in the short term, <laughs> siding with the queen's side is immediately less fatal. Yes, and you have a couple True. options of how you can approach it. Yes. I mean, True. You know, this, she gave you the could, back door the, option. The could switch very. Quickly. Yes. Yeah. So we could try to sneak into the barons at shift change, or you could just try to line up and talk with them. It's up to you. Or you could find a third option that I, I mean, haven't he, even thought we, of yet. Like I don't think he trusts us, but he certainly yes, will but let us place in to buy gifts for friends. Of, like I don't think we need to take the back door at this point. Well, what we would be doing with, to take the back door would be to sneak oh, in at the shift guards, change yeah. and kill him. Is there anyone in town that sells oversized hollow wooden horses? Okay, so Brand- besides besides being tro- <laughs> Trojan, um, no, there is bum, not bum, an bum. oversized hollow wooden horse maker uh, that's, in town. I would say that that's Can you probably check a, the map? a job that you'd have to commission. I have. Could we commission? <laughs> is it going to take longer than six days? Is I it... would. I would think so. Damn it! Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's Where only are in the we? hammock district. Ah. Uh, <laughs> what about a rabbit? I mean, I have. <laughs> I mean, any large hollowed animal. <laughs> <laughs> I have invisibility. I have dark vision. Okay, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we almost made it an episode. Almost. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I am I am able to cast two of us as invisible. All right. Okay, what are the other ones going to do? I mean, but... I mean, well, I mean, I mean strategically speaking, we would probably want we I mean all four of us sneaking into the baron's office is not going to work. No, regardless. No. no. So but I think I'm that if to hold the like <laughs> And a disadvantage because you have heavy armor on. Well, no, two of us invisible yeah, plus that's heavy armor. two, heavy let's say, yeah. in whatever the uniforms of his guard are. Because two is like a patrol size. So two invisible take out two guards. Yeah. Gives then the uniforms of said guards to the other two. Yep. So those two then sneak in as the change of the guard. Yep. While the two invisible ones follow them in. Boom. You're welcome, guys. Okay. Let's roll. Yeah. No complaints here. That you can. good. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. So so so, uh, when, so do we do we know when actually? She said eight p.m. Okay. So we need to wait till eight p.m. Well, we need to get back to the barons. Would it be crazy? Yeah, just, just to use. Town. Okay. Would it be crazy just to use tonight to case the joint? 
That's not the worst idea I've ever heard. Take a long rest. Well, you're not taking a long rest. You're using the night to case the joint. I mean, you probably yeah. can sleep afterwards. But. Yeah. Or we could sleep now. Oh, because I can cast a visit In the middle of the day? You don't even need a long rest right now. Yeah. Yeah. Come back, sleep, gain my slot back. You can only gain yeah. the benefit of a long rest every 24 hours. Yeah, extra oh. intel doesn't hurt, especially right. since we're on a seven-day timetable. Ah, fuck it. Let's just do it. Use our space. <laughs> we might Let's gain some it. little nugget of information just from taking one day to do some Yeah, no. Some is, uh, I feel like it's a very good idea. Fine. I, I like, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's recon this shit, Fine. all right? Fine. Fine. This is well, one of the this is one right. of the few times where Hobbo's actually agreeing with the plan. So you maybe want to just like take advantage of the fact before he changes his mind and starts smashing things. <laughs> All right. I mean, Hoblet, Hoblet, <laughs> is it a horrible idea just to know what we're getting into before we actually head in there and face a completely unknown situation? When Trixie gets the taste for blood, she gets thirsty. Another night means another night thirsty. Well, another night means just greater satisfaction for Trixie than when she finally gets that taste. Better be, friendo. Better All right. Be. Okay. Um, so you guys make it to the keep, I'm assuming. That's what you're heading. You know, it's still like midday. Um, like, where are you? Like, I mean, like, you, you don't really, from the front of it, like, like, so when you go up the steps that lead up to like the walls, right? It's like the sort of like it's like kind of built up on like a natural hill that's been flattened, and there's like these large walls. You know, there's like the sort of like the front gates, with the little guard station there, and then the walls kind of go around the whole like mansion keep. Wait, we've we've already wasted the day away. No, it's there. still midday. Okay. I'm saying, but like you can't like you know you're still in the front of it. Like you'd have to like work your way around the back. Okay. So I would like you guys. To because if you if you are you just gonna try to walk around as is? How do we want to do this? Um, I don't know. I'll wander wait until tonight. I was yeah. actually thinking of a backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go to the, like the whatever Henry's herbal Hondo's or, holistic herbs? Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot no, to could, say I forgot yeah, to recap that um, that Zero also bought a book on an intermediate poison making. That's what I was gonna say. He already bought the book. Okay. I, so can we poison him? Yeah. Is that right now? That's an, no, well we can make a poison, case the joint, see if there's a chance to poison him. If he has like a midnight snack, if he has a cup of water on Some his stomach. So we want to re- we definitely want to recon regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to Hondo's now or are you going to Well, no, no already, relation to right, the Hondo the, the Merciless that right, we you've got met last book. week, by the way. No. No relation. I think we should or is it? take an hour, look through the book, see what the most effective, shortest acting, deadliest poison we can make is oh, without throwing up too many red flags. Yeah. Okay. What's what's the waste of time on this? Because if if there's no possible way for us to poison him anyway, then we're we're kind of. So I'll go. I'll go. I'll just. I'll give you the abridged version. Flipping through the book, I mean, there's, there's not really anything that's directly lethal in here. There are a variety of different poisons um, that could be coated on your weapons. Um, ones you know that could cause paralysis. Ones that could you know put an opponent to sleep. Um, ones that could weaken them or, and there are ones that, you know, can cause like blindness. Like it's like a bunch of different effects, but nothing that's outright lethal. Awesome. So we can stealth our way through this shit considering that, uh, but I'm guessing more. I will also mention that because of the fact that the goods or the herbs and, and, and reagents used to make said poisons are illegal, they carry a hefty price. Okay. All right. Um, one thing we can do on this surveillance is find out exactly where the Baron's office is and when he would be there, or wherever the Baron's going to be when we're getting in there at shift change. Yeah. So that our two guards, our people in the uniform, can confidently walk to directly where they need to go. And no one will pay him any mind, but that way we're not getting lost and getting into some sort of, you know... Uh, comedy movie bullshit about you know trying to stumble our way through the place 
Because that's cliche, and we don't want to do that to our audience. We respect you. To give us the best possible odds of having four of us in a room versus just the Baron. Mm -hmm. All right. So should we wait till the night? Is that what we're... Wait till tonight and do our scoping out, yeah, I, I mean, think. We wanna, okay. We want to see exactly what, like, what we're going to walk into in the following. In that case, um, I by the powers invested in me, night falls. Wow. It is now Ooh, eight o'clock in the afternoon. I would say it is now 7.45 p.m. All right. Okay. And let's go get invisible. There's guard... The guard shacks are at the gate. Visible. I mean, they're at the gate, and I mean, but the, the gate is not where she told you the entrance. The, the other entrance was. She said right. it's There's around a rear entrance the back. To the house. Yes. Giggity. And we're at the front gates. That is correct. So is the wall scalable? No. So I would say have, it's about twenty we have to feet get tall. Through the front gate in order to get around to the, the back building. of the house. Yes. Um, you don't know that actually. Safe to see. No, because if we would have made a lap around the house, someone would have noticed us. Well, you haven't yet. No, I know. I was going to say, like, in the meantime, getting here, could we have said that we did that looking for doors? But I mean, I'll I'll say that you guys can attempt to make your way around the back if you'd like. Yeah. Remember that we have someone who can use invisibility tonight and can invisibility himself and scope things out, too. Mm -hmm. You could just go invisible and walk right in. Yeah. Just walk in, go around. The yeah. How long does that last for? How long does invisibility last for? Until I either cast. And, yeah, but what's the actual duration on it? Because I understand it's either when you you know cast a spell or attack. Oh, up to one hour. Up to one hour. Okay. If you don't do something to break it before that. Correct. Okay. So just go, just make yourself invisible, and go back there. Well, does somebody want to come with me? Because I can make two of us. You don't want to take me with you. No, 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 no. The question was not directed at you. (laughs) I will go with... I'm probably just stealthy. You're metallic. That's probably a good idea. Probably not, because invisible doesn't mean inaudible. Right. So I, I, however, being a ranger, well, shooty type, will try to find maybe a nice vantage point to look down on stuff and get kind of bird's eye view intel that way. Where are you going to do that? Um, is there anywhere around here that would be like... This is the highest point of the city. Okay. Well, there we go. That answers that. Go, go, gadget legs. Well, Maybe so not so much. Back <laughs> it's a bit. We don't want to just like stand. Hey, what are you guys doing? Oh, waiting for our invisible friends just to loiter- check out the Yeah, just door. loitering. We're just yeah. loitering outside the front gates here for no good reason. Chilling. So I'd say we, we saunter... Back towards at least town. down the steps, back yeah, down like to the, not, the like the the lower not levels with of any town. Sure, real. Um, that's fine. Careful decision making is my advice. Okay, we are splitting the party. Well, no, yeah, my thought is careful to careful decision. To yeah, walk no, it's away okay, for but that's five fine. Minutes and walk because you guys are invisible. Yeah, that or effectively. Uh, you know, we'll. I don't know. You would probably go to a pub in that kind of time anyway, wouldn't you? Mm, not on a night like tonight. Ah. Because our friends lost Yeah, where's the, where's the meeting standards. point? I guess our it's to establish that. Zero uh, doesn't understand what standards are. Where, where of, are you uh, going to have them meet you back at? In front of the herbalists. In front of the herbalist? Okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Hundreds. There's your meeting Something point. Like a, yeah, a neutral place. All right, so now we're... Ahead. So um, Zero and Hoblet walk away. Quinn and Paradil are now invisible. Yep. So we're going to cut the cameras effectively. To zero and or I'm sorry, Quinn and Paradil. Okay, so uh, where yep. are you guys going now? Uh, so again, you're standing in front of these large gates. Yep. And a 20 foot wall that goes around the keep. So I would say we just make our way in through the gates. Okay. So you're now like so you enter this like main courtyard. The mansion kind of sprawled out, you know, um, almost like in a. You know, kind of surrounding you. The you know, there's several. There are some smaller, like you know, maybe like servant houses, to your left and right, like you know, closer to the gates. And then like the mansion itself, like there are many different openings and entrances from here. But um, it appears that the mansion itself is pushed up against the the walls of the facility, like of this enclosure. So there is no way to get around the building. Not from inside. It does not appear. So we need to backtrack. Do me a favor. Um, can I? Be, I know you guys are invisible, but again, I just can I just get some nominal stealth checks just to kind of understand how much noise you're making. 
Because it is getting a little quieter around here now. That's 14. Okay. Paradil? 14. So 14 for both of you? 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's fine. So you don't, you're not really making enough noise to really catch anyone's attention. Um, do you, are you heading back out? Well, I would assume there would be some sort of nominal sounds going on in the area. Anyway, yeah, I mean, but... not too much, though. There's not a lot of activity at this hour. You know, there's Fair. not really as many people walking around. I mean, like, you know, you see some servants every now and again, like, going, you know, to, like, maybe grab some different supplies or, you know, from, from those little, I don't know, bunkhouses. But, you know, there's not really a lot of activity here. You know, this isn't, like, a royal plaza by any means. It's just like this, you know, so it's like a private estate. So uh, just just from uh, perspective-wise, too, we would obviously be trying to avoid being too close to people regardless. Yeah, of course. No, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that. I don't think... And there's not, you have plenty of room to move around without brushing into anybody. You know, I mean, you can see that there are some guards, like, standing around, and, you know, you can kind of see them, like... You know, like kind of sh- like kind of shuffling in their armor, like they've been standing in it all day. They can't wait to get out. Sure. You know, like it's like they're definitely ready to leave. You it's know, almost shift change. Yeah, it's day. been about five minutes now. It's about seven fifty. So they're just they're a little bit distracted. They're tired. Yeah, they're. Okay. I think we can get away with. Yeah, with but there's stuff. but there's a good amount of them here in the courtyard and at the gates and in the parapets or in, in like the towers, okay. like you know, um, at the gates. So, so we make no our way back ones. out. Uh, yeah, so we're backing up. Don't okay. jinx uh, us. We're, I know. So then we uh, we make our way uh, uh, kind of around the wall to the to the right. Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. So, so as you start right. walking around like the walls of the keep, you know, there's like a rough path. It's more just like the grass is kind of matted down around here. Um, you know that you kind of follow it. Doesn't really seem to be a lot of activity, but uh, as you start getting towards the rear of this facility, you can kind of see that the the hill kind of drops off sharply like, a, like a, almost like a, like a cliff that goes back down towards like where the um, the rivers have split and it's sort of so it's like it's kind of looking over i would say it's probably about a 80 foot drop and down below there appears to be um, some torches lit and people kind of walking into where like like the cliff face like towards it yeah you can see that there's like some sort of opening or something like that and there are, you can actually see that a um a couple wagons have pulled up and similar to the ones that you guys traveled in on, like that caravan and people are unloading some crates from those wagons and are bringing them inside to that cliff, like that opening in the cliff face. So it's, this is the 80 back, feet down. This is like the back door. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so it's eight, an 80 foot drop. Yeah. It's at, it's at like, it's at sea level, so okay. to speak. How would we safely get down there? Yeah, well, that's up to you, isn't it? A parasol. <laughs> <laughs> a hang glider. So, so just okay. this parasol. Helicopter. It clearly has something attached to it, but there's nothing actually attached to it. Yeah, like in Mary Poppins. <laughs> no, uh, that's a bad idea. <laughs> um, so as we look around, mm-hmm. um, where would we need to travel in order to get onto this road? I mean, there's the road that, like led you guys here i mean that's back at ground level again like this keep is raised up right you know like overlooking the whole city right so you know you can either like walk around the city and get Mm -hmm. back there or you can i don't know repel your way down or something if you find yourselves uh that savvy we don't have enough rope for that man 80 feet i mean it's it's high but it's not right 50 Something like this giant cliff. It's just a, it's a large cliff. It's a cliff and off 80 foot. Yeah. You're stupid rope, Charles Bronson. <laughs> but that's what Do you're you able to rope for. And you can see that. Um, I, I will also right. add. No, I can do it. I will also <laughs> add that as as these guys are this. bringing the crates in, um, you know, you see that a few other guards arrive and begin to relieve Sure, sure. The guys working there of their so duties. You said that they kind of shake hands. You know, the guys who are arriving, um, you know, like they're still kind of putting on their helmets. They're kind of adjusting the straps and things like that. How you long know? did it take us to get around the city? Oh, just, I mean, well, around the keep? Yeah. A few minutes. But we have to go all the way back around and then down. Like you have to like leave, like probably exit the city and walk around the city. Cross the river. Let's, oh, I see, I see, I see. That let's rip. Time. We can tie our rope together. Can we make the rope invisible? As long as we're no. touching it, yes. Oh, uh, it's not on your person anymore. No. So, like, if you're just because you're touching it doesn't mean it's invisible. 
If you tie it together and hung it off a cliff, it's now touch. It's a, it's attached to the cliff. Sure. It's not attached to you anymore. Is that in your inventory? Oh, good God! Mm. Uh, I'm going to rule no. What's your strength? I'm going to rule no <laughs> on that. All right. If so, he's holding the rope, body poop. Yeah, but if the rope is still attached to the cliff, or are you just holding onto a rope and just jumping down the hill and hoping that something he's stops you? We find that coward Ezra where he oh. ran off to. We tie the rope around his neck and we. Uh, <laughs> so, wait, hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So you're suggesting that Paradil support your weight. As you rappel down an eighty foot cliff. I'm just putting it in, I'm just I'm just putting it out there. I'm not saying I mean, hey, you know, it. listen, go for it. Like I'm just What's your strength? I'm just I the mean my acrobatics are better than my strength. Oh, so are mine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is a terrible idea. Let's You should have brought Hoblet. So what do we I do? I wish I took Featherfall. Let's just I mean that's down. your intel. Is right. that our intel? I mean, yeah. Son of a bitch. Come home. How long would it take us? To get around the city and down to that road. Probably about 20 minutes. 25 minutes. Let's do it. I mean, we'd miss our window of the shift change. It's already happening right now. Yeah. yeah. We just watched the shift change. I mean, change. we just need to get inside. And we have an hour of invisibility left. Like, we still have like 55 minutes of invisibility. Okay. Um... So we'll have a half an hour by the time we get to that opening. Okay. Let's, let's try it. Let's do it. Okay. Take so 20 minutes to get there. Then we have 30, 40 30. minutes left. Let's, right. Let's be safe and say 30. Sure. So you guys are. Before we not yeah. Burn. So you guys are walking there. Uh, we're going to, we're going to smash, we're going to smash Call cut. Uh, <laughs> we're going to smash cut to uh, zero and Hoblet. You guys are just standing around in front of uh, Hondo's holistic herbs. It's been about 10 minutes, right? Ten minutes has passed. Five, ten minutes has Give passed or take, in yeah. time. So yeah. I'm going to say, so you're asking in the first five, ten minutes? Yeah, what, what are the other stores? What? I mean, Hoblets, Hoblets. You guys are just walking around, like, kind of, like, yeah. exploring a little bit, like, that area of town. Okay. No, I'm just curious. What? I was just, like, I just, I kind of wanted to just set the scene of what the hell you guys would do if you guys were yeah. just kind of sitting there, like, standing tapping in your fr- feet. Or... We're standing in front of a store much like a convenience store with uh, zero wearing a long overcoat uh-huh. and hoblet swearing at passersby you guys aren't thinking about buying ingredients for poison at zero all zero and hoblet shopping <laughs> montage I was, this is more like a jay and silent bob kind of situation <laughs> here really what i was thinking right <laughs> we also have a burlap little sack out in front trying to collect some money while while I'm yelling at Paris, you, you, you guys are you guys beers, are beers, beers, like like, full, like, like you're wearing full butts. armor and you're sitting there panhandling. <laughs> Maybe we are. A per, one person drops one copper piece into the burlap bag in this time. That's one copper piece more than we had before. And we're gonna smash cut back to Paradil and Quinn. See, beautiful. So we're making our way <laughs> now in front of the full armor. You're panhandling. Yes. Um, well, to be fair. Zero is just kind of standing there with his arms crossed. Right. And uh, you guys make it back to this back entrance. It, lo- it appears that um, the unloading is just wrapping up now. And there are two guys standing watch outside of the entrance and another two carrying um, a what appears to be like a large chest um, inside. I would say we just kind of... And it almost looks like a, almost like a cave mouth. You know, like, 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 like sure. Mining, it's got, like the, it's got like some wooden like rafters that are sort of supporting this entrance. You can kind of see they go in for a little bit. Um, it's kind of like a tunnel that kind of goes in for a bit straight. And it's uh, it's decently lit with torches. I would say, yeah, we, we follow fairly close behind the people with the... With the chest? With the chest. Not okay. too close. What but... kind of distance are you uh, keeping from them? Let's just give me a, give me a, like a foot. Let's say like... 15 feet. Okay. Okay. Sure. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, you make it... Uh, give me again, just uh, since we've changed location. Sure. Stealth checks again. I'm just fishing for it right now. Uh, 12. Okay, that's still fine. 15. All right, you guys are still fine. So you don't make enough noise to really cause any concern. And you're tailing these guys at a reasonable distance. You see that the caverns kind of go in, I would say, about... 20 or 30 feet there's a few passages that go to the left and right um they just seem to go to different looks like storerooms looks like there's like a makeshift like break room you know there's like a card table in there there's some empty empty mugs 
sitting on a table, a couple guys just sitting around talking. Um, there are, uh, and that's to your right. There's another, there's another passage to your left. It's kind of like a four-way intersection. And that goes off a few, you know, about 10 or so feet. And that opens up into like a, what looks like a, a storeroom. It just, it looks like sort of like an army station. Like there's like, you know, weapons on racks. There's, um, you know, some, some different suits of armor in there. There's maybe one guy just kind of, you can see him in there. Um, you see him actually removing, it's also one of the guys who was maybe changing out. He's like still like removing his armor and like, like getting himself like dressed it back in his appropriate clothes. And, uh, you know, he's getting ready to kind of leave. It looks like one of the guys who must have been out there before, you know, getting ready to go home. So what you're telling me is it's just rando equipment. Yeah, like halberds, pole so arms. Like um, stuff that we can snatch to then clothe to other people. I mean, yeah, there's sure. there's a couple okay. different suits of armor and things like that in here. Um, Remind me to get Hoblet's size. And then these guys continue straight ahead, though. Are you still following them? Yes. Okay. The, oh, so we're, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll ahead of this, so past this four, this four-way intersection, you know, if continuing straight, um, the, it eventually goes another maybe, I would say, 20 feet and then it you there's actually a large lift there um it doesn't appear to be there yet you can see the um, there's a guy standing right by the lift uh, operating a crank and he says uh he's kind of holding a notepad he's like um inventory fellas and they're like uh, uh just some some stuff we collected earlier from the checkpoint a uh, few flasks of alchemist's fire uh, a wand and um, and just a little bit of gold. He says, "Okay, let's see." And they, you see them kind of twist like a combination of some kind on this chest to unlatch the lock. And he can be open it up. And the other guy kind of looks through. He starts like writing some stuff on the paper, like, "Okay, check, check, check." You know, he's like, "Okay, guys, um, go on in." You know, they close it, twist the the combination lock a little bit to lock it again, and he starts cranking the lift down. And it takes a little while for it to come down. It takes about two minutes for it about, to come down. About 80 feet for it to come down? Roughly, yeah. So he's the only person at this point that we can see that's guarding this area? That's in front of the lift. Guy, yeah. Right. yeah, but there was a two guys in the front, just a couple well, guys right, in the break room. This point, it's just the only... one guy in front of the lift. Right, but there was people in the break room. But it's, it's also two armed guards with this chest. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, I'm not too worried about them right now. Right, okay. and we're gonna have two arms. Eventually, the lift comes down. He op- he like, kind of slides these like metal like gates out, and these guys enter the lift. And he's about he's about to close the gate. Yeah, we don't want to go. We don't want to follow into the lift because we don't know how we're gonna get back. Right. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that right. time is time is stopped. Where the doors closed. Time has stopped right now. I'm gonna give you maybe no, we can, two seconds we to make a decision. It's not like we can see each other either. So like we won't be able to make any sort of like. I that's a, Paradell that's puts a his hand. But Paradell puts his hand on Quinn's shoulder or as far up as he can reach. <laughs> and he watch it. Not on the dick. <laughs> Um, and just makes a pretty Roll stern holding motion. Like, okay, yeah, like stop here. Like, okay, and the gates we, close. We're not going. The gates close, and the lift, um, you know, begins to crank up. And the guy is just cranking up. You see him whistling to himself. And, uh, is he actually whistling while he works? He's whistling while he works. And it goes all the way up. Um, okay. I would well, also I add that every guard here has been human so far. Okay. So far. We've seen after the shift change, we've nice seen So after the shift change, we see two guys at the at the back entrance. Yes. We see one person sort of shifting around in the whatever equipment room. Yep, there was about 3 or 4 guys in the break room. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that's a rough estimation. That's like a in passing estimation, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm contemplating it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, how long have we been doing You have this? about 25 minutes left on your invisibility. Oh, okay. um, I would say, so let me just get a, a rule check from sure, you. Sure, yeah. So as we touch things as we're invisible, if You're, we put them on ourselves. I believe interacting with an object, it doesn't break your invisibility. If you put them on, like if you actually don it, 
I mean, well, it's heavy. Most of it looks like heavy armor. There are some suits of leather armor, so it would take you time to don it. But once it's actually fully a part of you, I would say it's just part of your invisibility. Yes. Right. So it's like the invisible way and walking around where you like wrap like a cloth around your head and you can like you know what I'm saying like something like that. Suits of armor can come off the wall and then go invisible. Well, no, I wouldn't do it unless like if there's nobody in the room. I would do it. Yes. That's we haven't gotten back to the room yet though. I mean, at the this inventory point, here seems kind of tight. Meaning what? Meaning they're going to notice if something goes missing all of a sudden. Okay. They're not going to know where it went, though. But was that... Nobody was really checking inventory of the equipment. Well, right? these guys are getting dressed and undressed there is what, kind of what you saw. I mean, True. if we so take if something, comes, we could piss somebody off, like, real bad. So we need to wait until... I'm saying, we do we do we need to take anything? Do we need to take anything from this room? Is it against? Because that could throw up some red flags. You're, you're not there, so that could add. I'm gonna let them work greater obstacles to what we already were dealing with. Like from here, I say we. You know, are you are you guys? Did you guys step out to have this discussion? Like you're not talking. We're not. Like, while we're you're not really, yeah. Right. Okay. Like I'm just. So I'm just making the, sure. Like I. I kind of want to like. At a, at a little yeah. level They're of both like fluent in subterfuge here. Yeah. So like, you know, have you walked out of the facility at okay, this point? Here's, here's where we're at right now. Uh, I I personally want to walk toward the inventory room. Okay. Is there anybody in there currently? There is one. The, the, the one guy who was getting undressed has finished getting undressed and is walking out. Okay. Towards you. Okay, I wait for him to leave. Yep, he passes by. Okay. And you walk your way in there? I walk in there. Okay, there is, it does not appear to be anyone else in here. There are, there would appear to be two suits of leather armor fit for humans, and one suit of heavy armor fit for a human. Okay, so we have that knowledge. We also can chit-chat for, uh, at least until somebody walks into the room. Sure. You're far enough away that I would say your voices wouldn't carry, as long as you're Carrying on a, a, we'll say you're carrying a whisper, yeah, a careless whisper. Okay. So choose your words wisely. So I guess that's uh, that's when we have that conversation. Okay. Uh, so you are under the the impression that if we take anything currently, mm-hmm. that it someone's going to know. Set off bells. First of all, Hoblet is probably a weird fucking shape. There's. <laughs> is there a good chance? <laughs> Zero is also a weird fucking shape. No, Paradil yeah. is a weird fucking shape. Yeah. In fact, the only two people that would have been a decent shape are Quinn and then our Ezra, who pieced the fuck out. Right. So, so I guess what we could do is make the more obs- obtrusive people invisible. You can only make two, right? Correct. So and the you less and... obtrusive people, being closest looking human. Mm-hmm. So you and I mean I would say the zero could potentially pull it off, maybe with the heavy armor. Yeah, as a really jacked human. Right. Right. So the two of you. There is a full helmet too, so you can even put so the face down. I'm going to say so let's, that, put yeah. a, let's put a kibosh on this conversation for now before we get caught. Okay. Uh, we will not take anything currently, but we have the knowledge of what's in here. Mm-hmm. We don't want to take and a helmet for zero. Let's go. Tell the tell your friends. We're gonna smash cut back to Zero and Hoblet, and you guys are still standing out, just loitering in front of some like corner store. Um, you know, there's some there is some uh, cheap music playing from that you can hear from the inside. They hired like some like high school bardic troupe to uh, perform at the store. They've, pulled... they've assured us they're open. <laughs> Hoblet's pulled the uh, the sack back in the. In a bit of disappointment with how poorly is he was able we to never close handle. Store? <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's called We Never Close. We That's never the name close. of the store. Yeah, Wait. that is a that is a uh, a, it's a local haunt. Yeah. Did yeah. that Bardic troop just cover Jungle Love by Morris Day in the Time? <laughs> <laughs> I won't be able to license that. Don't make me try to find a version of that now. <laughs> no, because you know I'm going to take that not. as a challenge. It sounded almost. Apologies to the audience like if I couldn't find a version of that that I could use freely. I shouldn't have put him up to it. Copyright I apologize. Suck. Uh, so we're going to cut back now to Paradil and Quinn. So you guys are like walking back now to... Have you ended the invisibility? Um, at least to the point where we're far You're enough. You're far enough away. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So you regroup. Yes. You roll up to Zero and Hoblet just loitering in front of Hondo's Holistic Herbs. About okay. time. It's about uh, it's literally nine. Been it's about... I don't say, it's, it, we'll say it's... Hoblet wants say, to smash something It's 8.45 so p.m. It's literally been 45 minutes. 
Maybe 50. <sighs> Quinn uh, recounts the information that they, uh, that Peridot and he had gained during okay. their... Right. Their, uh, Explain the whole moment. situation. Yep, yep. All, all right, so you guys are now all up to speed as, as to what they saw. Okay. So here's here's my, my, my... You know, Quinn thinks that the best case scenario would be, because most of the guards look human, that the best case scenario would be for Zero and Quinn to be dressed as guards, and for Peridil and Hoblet, as best as he can, stealthily be invisible. Okay. As how do kind we, of backup. How do we get the guard uniforms? Okay, so we can get into the room and chain... Well, you two would have to get into the rooms. So we're sending Hoblet on a stealth mission. Bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Even Hoblet thinks it's a bad idea. Can we still go to Hondo's, get some ingredients for poison, so at least can tip a few? The store is still open for points. another half hour. Yeah, I mean we know how we know how to get the lift up. We don't know what then the lift brings us to, so we're still in the dark about that. Right. We know how to get to the lift. We know how the lift works, and we can probably either distract the guard or get rid of the guard in some way. In order to yep. use the lift. Actually, one thing I want to try to do is um, check the book for the recipe for a mild tranquilizer. Yes. Mm. Um, it's going to take a little bit of... Let me make up some random ingredients here. Hold on a Or sec. a spicy tranquilizer. <laughs> I don't know. Would this be to tranquilize guards? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that way I can I apply those like... to the bolts for my hand crossbow and uh, go solid. I would like... This. Maybe this is... I like the way you think. <laughs> Is Hoblet dumb? <laughs> well, I mean, what's your intelligence score? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you're, that's you're average, dumb. actually. You're of average intelligence. So not dumb. Just not, not really. the smartest I, in the group. I have a problem, but I feel like it's a rather astute observation, and I don't know if my character would okay, make so this what observation. Is it? What is it? If we tranquilize these guards... We're splitting the party again because it needs cranked. So somebody has to crank. Well, not even uh, not even so much the crank as in other places along the way. We don't have to necessarily tranquilize everybody, right. but it's a good backup plan to be, right. a, so to be able to fall back on the crank. The bottom line is in order to get up the lift, our plan needs to be sneaky enough that this guard believes, that believes us and puts us up the lift. Because otherwise, if we kill everyone, someone has to stay at the bottom and crank the lift. We can't. Yeah. We all can't go in. This is something that I don't necessarily even want to cut out. This is a good discussion. This is actually a, like, this is something that I feel like Hoblet would know. Okay. So I'm We all can't you. go yeah, in yeah. if we kill everyone. Yeah. So we can't kill anyone until we get up the lift. Ideally... I think even tranquilizing or killing anyone is a last resort. Um, I, I would feel like our goal should be to get to the Baron and not do anything to anyone until we kill the Baron because anything before that is going to put people on alert. We want to catch him by surprise and alone, dispatch him quickly, hopefully he doesn't raise an alarm, and get the hell back out. Sounds like a plan. Lovely. Now we have a day to prepare. Okay, so I'm going to tell you the, the ingredients because I um, am not going to bother making up arbitrarily named ingredients right okay. now. They are going to, it's going to run you for a mild tranquilizer, one that would probably last for, I would say, up to a half an hour. All right. Would run you um, for, I would say, six uses, Yeah. 50 gold. All right. Because, again, these things are mostly illegal. Yeah. Oh, Zero has 30 gold on his person right now. I have So we might another not suggestion. be able to do that. It feels like a good idea, but... How do I have, like, 158 gold? Because you guys got a bunch of money from Morden Kragar when you killed them. Yeah, I have 100. Oh, did I forget to write that no, down? No, because they never they didn't give you any, they didn't give you any gold because you weren't there. Because <laughs> yeah, you, weren't there. you weren't there. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, no, you didn't forget anything. Don't worry okay. about how much no. we have. Right. It's all good. Right. Is zero questioning? How much that I physically actually gave you guys? God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because Zero doesn't hold any metagame knowledge, that's why, folks. Not because Dave is actually a forgetful asshole. (laughs) (laughs) All according to plan, I swear. But so Zero has 30 gold on his person. Is anyone going to spot him the other 20, or is anyone going to help him pay? Like, how is someone going to want to help him pay for this tranquilizer ingredients? Please donate to the human Yeah, fund. I'll spot Zero. Okay. Thank you. Like, totally, or just the 20? Uh, wait, what? <laughs> it's 50 gold total. He has 30. Are you going to spot him 20, or are you going to spot him the 50 total? I'll spot his share. So? So it's 50 divided by 4. Wait, oh, what? Oh, Hoblet doesn't want to pay for the tranquilizers. Oh, you're not going to pay for any of it. <laughs> I don't think... Hoblet's a smasher. Do we let... need to tranquilize? <laughs> Who are we tranquilizing right. and when? When we get off the land? All right. You did just agree yeah. that didn't you say you're I such agree an asshole. The plan, and now <laughs> I thought the plan was not <laughs> Wait a to kill I'm everyone. Help. The plan I thought was not to kill everyone. All right, yeah, so what... Yes, the plan isn't to... The fallback so is 50, to trank someone, 50, and the super fallback is to start causing murders. I'll put it, uh, I love this game. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, so it's twelve fifty each. I'll sp- I'll put in twenty five, and you guys put in twelve fifty each. I'll put in twelve. All right. <laughs> and Quinn puts Didn't in thirteen. Didn't you get an extra copper? Yeah, a copper. I don't care. <laughs> he has one copper right. more than. That's I like have. a penny. So now I've got six rounds of tranquilizer. So I'm getting 13. You have, yeah, you have, you, well, you have six, yeah, six, actually six rounds worth. You can coat six yeah. bolts total. Okay. Um, and I will. Put, however, yeah. you have to fit, you have to make it now because again, they don't sell anything assembled in here. So yeah. here's the little thing we're going to do before we end this episode, because I kind of want to see if this is successful or dramatically, okay. uh, a, a dramatic failure or not. Seeing as how you are not proficient with herbalism. You can use their facilities for free. Okay. However, you are going to just give me a straight D20 roll. All right. You're going, and you're not going to add any bonuses to it. And I'm not going to tell you what the DC is to make this poison. This All is right. just zero doing it? This is just zero fashioning the poison unless you're going to give the task to somebody else. All right. Straight dice roll is 11. 11? Nothing seems to react poorly. And it appears that you have a tranquilizer. To your knowledge. Can I have a perception check? I can't wait check? for all this to fall apart visibly. <laughs> do a perception check. A perception check? Yeah. Um, I would say more give me either nature or medicine. In fact, I, yeah, nature or medicine. Oh. I don't care which. I guess that's a better uh, concept of I'm gonna potentially roll a using check. one to We're, what, we're all in the room. Someone. You're all in the room. Right. Is, okay. everyone, is everyone going to expect the quality of Zero's handiwork? What, are you all experts on poison now? <laughs> Yo, why didn't you You're make You're making it? me feel like we should. So Par- Paradell's looking over your shoulder. He's going to make a nature check. Okay. So that's a 17. I, I, I'm i just wondering, where, from whence did you borrow the ladder that you used to look over my shoulder? <laughs> I can jump so high. <laughs> I have plus five so acrobatics, high. okay? So, Do we need to make acrobatics No, I don't too? care. Okay. So after inspecting Zero's handiwork, you can tell that while the combination of the ingredients was successful, you are not entirely sure of the full potency of this poison. It, it will definitely work, but you are not sure if it will last for as long as it as um as it initially would. You have you don't know how long it would last for though. We only have six tries. Yeah, you have you have you have six uses of it. Do we want to go find a cattle farm or something? Make a test run. <laughs> I just want like no one dip. turned around and just began going into Hobbit. Dip my <laughs> no, you know what? Hobbit just takes one and jams it into his own <laughs> knee at this point, or his own thigh. Is that what happens? Zero is no. I'm not making. I'm about to say I can't speak for him. If that if that happens, Zero is visibly disappointed that he didn't get to shoot Hobbit with the dart himself. Well, did, did Hobbit suggest that? He's like, did you guys just say like I'm surprised no one turned well, around? Did, did you never say does anything? Does Paradell say out loud? Yeah. About we assume yeah. everything is shared unless otherwise stated. Yeah, I think we should go find a cow and just see what happens, or something <laughs> about the size of a man. Well, well, Zero still has is in possession of the poison. Well, there are definitely humans are like the size of the cows uh, at that? most taverns the, in the, the area. Darts now, they're just like lying on the table. Or... They have not been most coded of them yet. Are trying it to is, get a the poison is still in a vial. <laughs> I'm 
I don't want you to have to make a constitution check later on. Like, tomorrow morning, you're going to have to fucking poison hangover. Well, no, it's 30-minute poison. It's 30-minute tranquilizer. Right. So it's going to be 30 minutes or less. All right, all right. I think we should test it. I feel like he's just talking us into do it. He's like, it's only 30 minutes, guys. (laughs) Do it. Figure out. Let's shoot him. Let's Hobbit. shoot Hoblet. <laughs> I feel Hobbit. like Parallel like no. would not come up with that. Like, All right. While they're discussing sure. looking for a cow or something that's the size of a man, Hoblet yeah. pulls <laughs> an arrow off of his back, uh-huh. walks over to where the poison is, dips the arrow into the poison, carefully jams it into his thigh, and goes... I could use a good nap. Okay, make Let me it, know how the poison works. Make boys. a constitution saving throw. 14. You fall dead asleep. Zero slumps a little bit disappointed that he didn't have the idea to just shoot Hoblet on it. On his own. <laughs> and that's where we're going to call it for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so this has been a very rather interesting episode of the hapless heroes <laughs> i'm francesco your host and dm thank you so much for listening um tune in next week where we're gonna see how well this devious plan these gentlemen have concocted will actually work out um, i want to also say thank you to everybody listening and, th- and a big thank you to tim at tabletop audio for continuing to provide all of the brilliant soundscapes that you are listening to for totally free to us like he's just all alliteration aside just super super not, not even alliterating that's just his guy that's just his name his name is tim and he runs tabletopaudio.com and uh, you know he's just a, he was super kind just you know i talked to him he's like yeah just use you know i'm like my music for everybody, whatever you want or just like these 10 minute like awesome loops of like cool soundscapes and stuff like that so like i just want to like give him a big shout Thank out you guys. if you guys are just running an rpg at your table this is a shameless plug by the way not even sponsored like if you guys are running a, even a game at your own table like just hop on his website you can just like play like make a playlist and just like add some ambiance to your night and we are nothing if not shameless that's right shameful well, we're, we're hapless too other well, than yeah. that shameless. okay so we're something we're the hapless shameless heroes <laughs> other than that if you like what you heard you can find us on twitter we're at hapless heroes and you, or you can also email us at hapless at gmail.com we're also on facebook we have a patreon page that if you want to donate your hard-earned dollars and help feed these hungry nerds every week um just go to patreon.com and search uh hapless heroes uh, we have some fun little um, rewards for people, depending on what you donate, because like, we want to give something back to you, obviously, um, with whatever's in our means to do so. Ten bucks gets Quinn's you signature. <laughs> we'll name the next person we murder after you. hey yo. There's now, <laughs> Is that a I prize? Mean, what kind yeah, of, that's I mean, a prize. I mean, that's an honor. where else are you going to get a deal like that? To be right. slain by the hapless right. heroes? Right. Or oh, you can name. have your own alliterative shop name. Or be the one who slays a hapless hero, because you know how these guys roll anyways. Um, <laughs> oh, please. So, the only person killing Hoblet is us. Right. So without further ado, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just sign off our party. Uh, we have James playing Hoblet the Smasher. <laughs> we have Mike playing Quinn. Out of all the successes we had today, the oaf stabbed himself. We have Dave playing Zero. I do regret not having shot him. And we have Zach playing Paradil. Sweet dreams, baby! And I'm Francesco. Uh, again, I've been your host at DM for this evening, and uh, we'll see you next week. 